and welcome back to the Triplets of the Bill. My name is Simi. I'm Kenny. I'm Taiwo. I'm Yatende. And today we're going to talk all about redemption arcs. But before we do, I'm going to kick it off to Yatende to talk about her favorite underrated gem. Well, speaking of underrated gems, there's quite a few, but the one on my mind this week that I just had to rewatch when it hit Netflix was Chronicles of Riddick, uh, starring Vin Diesel, Carl Urban, <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was like, we all like looked up when she said Chronicles of Riddick. Like, <laughs> that's why she weren't gonna like it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I think it's an underrated gem because as many people debate about whether Vin Diesel can act or not, people forget his <laughs> earlier work and some of the things that he tried. He's always been someone who's super into sci-fi, you know, D&D, all the like more interesting fantasy things. And this movie kind of just has it all. It's a bit campy, but there's a great lore to it. And it's just like a fun watch. And action is great and it's just a very enjoyable you know two hours and i suggest anybody to go in watch chronicles riddick there's a sequel called pitch black but it reminds us of a simpler time when there was just an idea and a story and somebody put it out there and it's a little bit wacky but it was kind of cool and it's always cool when people share interesting ideas and you can see it on the big screen and it was executed i think pretty well for its time and i kind of miss those type of stories nowadays. Now we have franchise and everything is marquee. And I kind of miss smaller stories that someone just wants to tell some space lore and just keep it interesting. But there's a lot of gems in there. Um, sadly, you know, they didn't really go anywhere with the franchise, but I think it still has some little great moments. And that is my <laughs> underrated gem. Find it on Netflix, Chronicles of Riddick. <laughs> I've never heard of that before. You never heard of it? No. Oh, it's so old. It came out in like 2000. Like it's it's really old. In the early 2000s. <laughs> I have it's Pitch so Black on like a DVD. Like it's quite old. Oh my god! I know that movie came out in like 2000. Yeah, and it's Chronicles like, of Riddick was like right after, right? Yeah, and I watched it like all. It and it used to be on TV. You know when TV used to just play movies and you would just like end up absorbing culture by just watching you know, live TV, like you'd end up seeing all these yeah. great movies of the past. And that was one of the things that was just like on FX or something on a weekend yeah. and you just pop it on and just enjoy it. You don't have to take it too seriously, but it keeps you engaged enough to be like, what if, and I kind of right. miss yeah. those moments, you know, but yeah. I would watch, they would have it on exactly. like TBS. Yeah. I'd watch it for hours. It would start yeah. like at like, I still do that. Yeah, it would start at like ten o'clock the night before and finish at like ten o'clock the next morning because the ads are so long. Yeah, so like it would stretch the movie out, but. I mean, the movies are also very long. The movies, yes. So. You know what was on yesterday that my dad was actually watching? And then I was like, oh, let me watch this with you. The Blade Marathon was on with Wesley Snipes. Oh, I, like, I walked out. I was like, is this Blade? And then I was like, you know, like you're, you're about to pass by. And you're like, I kind of want to sit here and watch all three movies. Like, I was like, I like Wesley Snipes. This is pretty enjoyable. I, that, you know what? And that's also a good primer because... Marvel's got the new Blade movies coming mm -hmm. out, so yeah. Get you, yeah, or you ahead of the curve. Preparing yourself, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you for sharing. Let's move on to our next segment, y'all. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back. 
So, like I said before, we're going to talk today about redemption arcs. And I have a question for, for all of you. Do you ever, like, watch a movie or a TV show and there's this, this character who you can't stand? Not even, like, they're not even, like, a good villain. They're just a terrible person in general. And then at some point they decide to switch up and they have a redemption arc in the show or movie or book, whatever it is that you're consuming. And you're like, I didn't want this person to be redeemed. This person needs to like wallow in their shame. They need to, I don't know, maybe pass away in the story. I don't know. <laughs> Sheesh, I didn't expect that part. <laughs> pass away. But yeah, I just like, I feel like sometimes redemption arts are given pretty mm -hmm. willy-nilly to anybody. And I'm specifically thinking of the ranking of kings right now. Oh, if yeah, anyone has seen it. seen it. Oh, it's a very good show. Um, the premise is this young boy who's deaf and mute, mm -hmm. and he is the prince of his country. But because he's deaf and mute, everybody looks down on him. They underestimate him, and they treat him like trash. Um, there's a lot of things go on in the story, mm -hmm. and all the people who treated him like trash end up getting redeemed at some point, but they don't deserve it. And none, of, they, them none of them deserve <laughs> it, to mm. be honest with you. And that's why I wanted to talk about redemptions today mm -hmm. and why people get them or why they don't get them. Mm -hmm. First, I just want to say OG is better than me because honestly, if that was me, I'd have been like, forget all of y'all. Everybody <laughs> that uh, humiliated me, chastised me. Mm -hmm. To hell with you, but <laughs> that's just me. I'm not that big of a person. <laughs> yeah. They were just terrible people. Yeah. I feel like sometimes they do these redemption arcs because they know that they're going to introduce them later on into, like, mm -hmm. maybe, like, the series. Like, you know, with, like, Ranking of Kings, there's a second season coming. So, most likely, right. the, the characters that were in the first season, even though Boji is, like, venturing out on his own... They're probably going to be reintroduced again, which is why they gave them that redemption arc in the first place. Do you want to give a quick synopsis as to what Ranking of Kings is about? I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She's not paying attention. That She's not right. at all. That like, is okay. I was like, I did. <laughs> I was Googling something. <laughs> I, think, I think another uh, really good redemption arc um, actually, I was Googling this too, but I, I, I was thinking about it earlier. Bucky Barnes from um, Captain America. Yeah, uh, yeah oh, the yeah. Winter Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, is that a redemption because he was controlled? That's a good point. That's a, that's a, that is a good point. That is and a good point. You know what? That actually brings me to something else that I had wanted to talk about. There is this YouTuber named Hello Future Me. And he was discussing redemption arcs, and he says that there's a trifecta when it comes to a redemption arc. So on the top, it's um, what's at stake in okay. the story or for the character, whoever it is that you're thinking of. And then on one side, it's how the character views themselves. And then on the other side, it's how the world views mm -hmm. the character. Okay. And only when these three points shift... Right. Is when there is a redemption. 
Okay. Right. Okay. So maybe, I don't know. I will say it is for the moment just because like he was terrible. I mean, and it's not just, I know it wasn't not him. Of his own he was, yeah. it's not of his own volition. Mm-hmm. It was the Russians brainwashing him and all this whatnot. It was and Hydra. 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 Excuse yeah. me. I'm sorry. Hydra. What, what weren't they like? They were Hydra. They Hydra. Were Hydra. Yeah. Okay. So Hydra over here brainwashing him. I mean, it wasn't his fault technically, but he still did the things. Okay, so. But then, in that case, does he need to be redeemed? I mean, he himself feels like it, as though he needs to be he, redeemed. He like, himself mm-hmm. needs to, like, in, in in his world. Yeah, yeah. Like, look at the show, he needs right? To be redeemed. Yeah, look yeah. at the show. Um, the well, Falcon and the so- Winter in, um, Soldier, right? Yeah, yeah. The, in the Winter Soldier. Because mm-hmm. remember, he had that list of all the bodies he got, right? Yeah. Right. And he was like, "I got to make it right." From for each person, you know what I mean. So I guess in his mind, he's like, "I've got to make this right." You know what I mean. So, uh. right, right, redemption, redemption. <laughs> and of course, everybody knows the perfect redemption arc. Our favorite emo boy, Zuko, Ooh. from Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> emo boy, yeah, he got redeemed in that show, didn't yes, he? Yes, he did. <laughs> Yeah, he did go through a lot. He did, <laughs> but I actually don't want to focus on Zuko. I wanted to ask you guys a question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it was fair that Zuko got redeemed, but Azua was never given the chance? There goes the male female thing. Right. Yeah. It's funny okay. because we we were discussing this at earlier, and yeah, it's all like I've always thought that like. I think it's because she was a girl exactly that she didn't get her redemption. Like, I get that she was, like, cuckoo, but this is also what she grew up in. Mm-hmm. But isn't that crazy, though? Like, she grew up in that, and so did Zuko. And, but they made her, like, insane, insane. But I would like, yeah. I always I they always make yeah. women, like, insane. So, <laughs> I also want to challenge that because there's a difference between what Zuko went through and what and Azula, Azula went, went through. through yeah. Zuko, what was at stake for him? was his father's love approval. or approval, whatever. Right. It wasn't actually love. Yeah. Right? Right. But Zuko did have the love and affection of his mother yes, and yeah. of Uncle Iroh. Yes. Yeah. Azula mm-hmm. only had a, her father who did not know how to show love, yeah. who refused to show love. Was that even love? No, oh, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't love. Yeah. So, of course, the only thing that she knows is her father's influence yeah. also she's just seen her fa- her brother being being exiled mm-hmm. from yeah. the kingdom and now she's being tasked with doing what her her brother quote-unquote failed to do right yeah. and so i'm sure there's like this like immense amount of pressure that she's got mm-hmm. to to outperform her brother and I, I don't know that would make anybody go kind of crazy you know right seeing seeing like your brother be uh outcast mm-hmm. right and then, especially a, a brother who received your mother's love where you could where not. Where you could not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did her so dirty Because she yeah. meant, and I, we should say that we're talking about, like, the show specifically. Right. But, like, there is a moment, like a, like a, what do you call it? A flashback where her mom, like, makes mention that she's kind of like. Like, what is wrong with that? What's right. wrong with her? Yeah. Like, she's kind of, she's yeah. kind of scary. Which, uh, like, and even if she didn't say that to her face, I don't think it's possible to hide that kind of feeling. Kind of disdain yeah, that you have for your yeah, child, you know? Child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if she's not getting that from her mom, and what she's getting from her dad is what she's getting from her dad, yeah. and the only love she knows how to show to the people around her 
is control and power. Mm-hmm. Even her friends told her to her face that, that they're, they're not, not friends. friends. Mm. Yeah. And I think she, out of, I mean, like, Zuko definitely deserves a redemption act, but I think she deserved to be redeemed as well. Like, yeah. yeah. So, like, I think, I think back to, you know, after she's been beaten by um, Katara. Katara and Zuko, and it's just, like, sad. It's so sad. Yeah, her crying, breaking her crying, down. Yeah, yeah, and spitting all that fire. And it's just like, like she's a child. <laughs> They're all kids. Yeah. yeah. But so, yeah. I don't know. And also, Tal and I were talking about this earlier, but people always praise Uncle Iroh for who he is and his past, not pacifist, but for his, his, his character. And, yeah. But... Uncle Iroh was a war general for years. He was a war general for years, and he only changed after his son died. Mm -hmm. Azula was not given that chance to change, and she's much, 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 much younger than Uncle Iroh. Yeah. Yeah. And he even calls her crazy at some point. I'm like, that's not fair. You were a war criminal. They were piling a lot of them. They white women. Now that kind of makes me wonder. It kind of makes you wonder. Like I know they're going, they're doing the Avatar on Blast and Bender series on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Now it kind of makes you wonder. Do you think they would ever give Azula her redemption arc on the show on the live action series? I don't know. It would be different. Yeah, yeah. I I do wonder. Um, again, if they address this in the books, because like Tyler said, we're only talking from the perspective of the TV show. Right. Did not read the books. Um. But maybe they do maybe. give her something. Yeah. But what we saw in the show is not fair. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I do love the show. Definitely yeah. do. Definitely yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. What about Professor Snape? <sighs> if you're gonna if you're gonna go redemption arcs, are you not gonna mention him? I don't think I don't he should have been redeemed. <laughs> like, no. Because he low-key was looking after him, even though he didn't like him. He was after him. He tormented he was, a kid because he looked like a leader. He was just it was weird, yes. But, I mean, yeah. not that his father was, his father was a bully. Yeah, his, his father, father was, was a bully. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but, like, when you're, like, 40 years old, though, you need to get over it. You like, yeah. <laughs> The man is dead. The man is gone. He's gone. Okay? <laughs> and you know who did it. <laughs> you know who did it. I mean, like, he did turn his ire towards um, Voldemort, but, like, still, it was weird how he acted towards Harry. Yeah. So and wasn't the redemption, like, at the end, yeah. At the when end, they, yeah, when they realized, like his, he even names his child after him, doesn't he? Doesn't he give oh, him like yeah, his name? Severus. Nonsense. I don't remember reading that. I was like, <laughs> well, I didn't read any of the books. I only watched the movies. Honestly, and- to be completely honest, uh, like my my memories of it are more so of the movies than they are of the books, and I've read mm-hmm. every book, mm-hmm. and so I don't know. I remember that scene too when like he was like about to die and he was like I've been secretly protecting you this whole time because I was in love with your mom and I was just like it didn't have to be like this. It truly did not. Why did you say all that now? You know the worst thing is now you made this kid feel guilty, right? All the awkward. So I'm thinking, oh, he's he's a a Death Eater. He's part of. I mean, what he was, I guess he was a Death Eater, wasn't he? He was, I think But, so, like, yeah. he was, like, a, a double agent sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, who is this helping? 
Like you are in your forties. Like go on a date, sir, and like live your life. It's been it's been over a decade at this point. Yeah. Mm. And by the time he dies, Harry's like what seventeen? Yeah. He should have moved on. Yeah. He should have moved on when Lily got married. But exactly. (laughs) Where we are. Exactly. But instead, we, we have what we have. So. Yeah, and I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even understand what the stakes are. For, I mean, like nobody wants Voldemort to take over. I guess that's yeah. what the stakes are. But like, yeah. it's just, it's just weird. It's what yeah. happens when you hold grudges. Yeah, and let go. I want to stay on like the movie track and ask you guys about like the Suicide Squad. That mm-hmm. whole movie is kind of yeah. about redemption, right? Do you think it, so? It I don't think it is. <laughs> Terrible people. They're all, all, is, it, is it just self-preservation? It's self-preservation. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're terrible and they know they're terrible. Yeah, right. they know they're terrible and they're literally doing everything they can do to not get their heads blown up. Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. Okay. So because remember, Miss Waller here says, if y'all run, that chip is going off. And remember one of those guys did try, and what happened? They he tried to off, the yeah. chip went off. He tried to escape. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I think that's why the comic was successful because it wasn't about a redemption a redemption arc. Like the comic was like, these people are not trying to redeem themselves. They're trying to stay alive and keep on hustling. Yeah. And in the comics, like as soon as they're not like with the suicide squad or like they don't have a chip in their head, they're like back to doing shady stuff. They're back to right. killing people. <laughs> like I kind of okay, yeah. don't like this new world where they're trying to shift the older comics into, like you put uh, Harley Quinn, like into redemption arc. Like I kind of liked it when it was more like no redemption. Nowadays it's like, maybe we should redeem these people. And I'm like, no, nah, we don't need to be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> like, Everybody needs to be redeemed. Yeah. Just leave them, let them stay evil. Like look what they did with the uh, Peacemaker. Right. Like you would think. <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, first of all, I love the show. But you're over here um, in the movie. You're like, oh, he's a some bitch, right? <laughs> but then you actually watch the show, and you're like, nah, this boy's uh, upbringing was like messed up, which is low key why he's like this. His father was a bigot and a racist, uh-huh. um, very big racist, and he made mention of that several times in the show. And uh, I mean, I guess he was just trying to get out from under his father's shadow, which I will say is a redemption arc in itself. I'll yeah. say the show Peacemaker is the resent, uh, redemption arc for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. But everybody else, that was just survival on their part. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 Right? <laughs> um, you know, before I said, like, let evil people stay evil, but I want to take that back because <laughs> I, I feel like when I said that there was no nuance, um, people aren't all, all like, just wholly bad. Yeah. And it's not just black and white. There's gray in the middle and sometimes people need to be redeemed from an action that they took out of desperation right oh you know what (laughs) remember in the second movie um of also of the suicide squad the girl the rat girl she wasn't evil she was she just her father's mantle and stuff and she i think she i think she was like trying to break into something but she she's not i don't think she was like a killer or anything yeah she was there she was just there basically so yeah i guess not every one of them was terrible but you know let me ask you guys like what do you think that like in the coming of age that like nowadays they're trying to make more nuance in these like villain stories like even like the movie joker you know 
like he was hard but it still like showed the different parts of him and his difficulty and like do we need that are they trying to do more of that where they're trying to redeem some of these quote-unquote like bad people you know like it's getting saturated to the point where i was like maybe we don't need that all the time like i loved indefinite when people are just evil (laughs) like it was (laughs) but i feel like nowadays like everybody's becoming hyper aware and it's like everybody needs redemption arc and i don't know if i necessarily agree with that i don't know about you guys i think it mostly also has to do with like uh most superheroes are like low-key kind of boring yeah Yeah. you know what i mean like i think of like superman and his own backstory so corny which i which i get like he lost his family on krypton and Mm -hmm. you know was sent over to right this whole little family but he's like he's all american like he's white bread you know and then you know what i mean like but then i think of like the joker who is like it's crazy. Like there's there's like complexity there, right? right. So I think like it would make mm-hmm. sense to delve more into. Like Batman, it makes sense to delve into because you know he's the Dark Knight and blah blah he's blah. Crazy. Like, yeah, he's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But are we really gonna delve into like I don't know. Um, I mean, his parents were killed in front Captain of him, America. So wouldn't you be crazy? Yeah, I mean, oh yeah, right. That's true, right. Like Captain mm-hmm. America is. He's a cookie cutter. He's cookie cutter, He's basic American a golden white boy. retriever. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know? So. I think it's Not good for he- like good guys when they have complexity. And villains yeah, too, yeah. but like I don't need like all my villains to be like ugh, Black Adam, like kind of be a villain, but then like want to be the good guy. Like I don't need that. I know. He's a villain. Hancock. I people be sleeping on this movie, but Hancock. Like yeah. He wasn't the traditional super um hero, yeah. right? He was horrible. He was just he jaded. He was jaded. He was yeah. drunk. He was drunk for most of the time, you know what I mean? But I like that story setup because, you know, you, he kind of had to remake his image. I remember he had like a whole marketing team or whatever, that his little manager and whatnot, just to get him to, you know, appeal to the masses. But I like the nitty gritty about him. I right. like the fact that he was like, I'll break one up in you, you know, if, you know, if you mess with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what he did. But I wish they actually made another one of that. You I know, feel like it was supposed, it was supposed to happen, I think. Yeah, series, and it didn't really work out. Mm. Speaking of the untraditional hero, mm. there's Megamind. I feel like lately it's become kind of like a cult classic. People yeah. love talking about Megamind, so I don't think I have to go too much into it and explaining why it's a redemption mm-hmm. kind of story. Right. But I I always thought that it was sweet um, seeing it. Like, he just wanted attention, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and it was sad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to do all that just for attention. I know. Yeah. And then realizing you don't know who you are when you don't have your hero. Right. Yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah. What about Groove? What about Groove? Would he, would yeah, he, yeah, would yeah. You think, do you think that's a redemption arc then? I've never because watched those movies. Basically, you've never watched? <laughs> they look so cute. <laughs> the thing with Gru is that, like, can it even be a redemption because he wasn't a successful villain? But he was a villain nonetheless. <laughs> he was a villain nonetheless. Even if he wasn't successful, he still tried it. You yeah. know? Evil genius. And those kids changed his life. They made him soft. Yes. No, no. They make him strong. They make him strong. And that's like Lone Wolf and Cub. Open. 
past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, That's true. That oh, true. it's like, oh, Lone Wolf and Cub, The Last of Us. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. And mind you, this Lone Wolf and Cub thing usually only works with men and, and, a, and a little girl. Sometimes it's, boy. yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, it's usually, the Lone Wolf is usually a man. Yeah. 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 When I'm going to be a woman. Most redemption yeah. arcs are always men too. When I was like researching, yeah. I was like, men, 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 movie yeah. about women. Women are given the grace to be redeemed, especially if you are a woman of color, especially if you are a black woman. Mm-hmm. There's no redeeming you. <laughs> like, what about the woman king? Did you guys see that? No, I watched I the ending. I do think that there was a bit of a redemption. I'm not going to spoil it, but there was a bit of a redemption arc for Violet uh, Davis's character based on something that she did in her past that she was ashamed of and something that happened to her. And I kind of, I mean, that movie was really great for like female empowerment and like POC women as well. But like, I love that like the, of course, the female director gave these women complexity and they gave her the chance to be redeemed and not in the traditional way. And it wasn't right. just about like females falling into their roles. Cause it's about female warriors, you know, they're in right. charge. So I think that's yeah. like an example of like a redemption arc that's subtle and it's done well. And it's also centering around the black woman, but we yeah. don't really get that ever. Like no, females at all. And so, so like in The Last of Us, right? There's the character Tess, mm-hmm. who was Joel's uh, partner and partner in crime. And uh, you know, if you haven't watched her, she she leaves. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> but she's gone very early in the show, right? Right. And I mean, like she she even says to her, says that they've done a lot of effed up shit, right? They've done a lot of like killing they've done a lot of stealing just a lot of crime mm-hmm. um and like they use this chance with ellie well she wants to she wants to use this mm-hmm. chance to, to redeem, redeem herself, herself right yeah. Yeah. even even like in her last moments like in her I, last moments I when she, she realizes did, like yeah. yeah she's like she's now been infected with like cordyceps like she tries to use that moment to redeem Mm-hmm. herself by giving them a chance to get away to get away exactly yeah. and possibly yeah. saving humanity yeah. yeah yeah so there's actually a movie um on netflix it's called lou and it's with the uh, june smollett has anybody heard of it they're like journey, li- smollett. journey smollett i'm yeah. sorry so she's like living in the woods with her daughter and some oh, crazy guys i saw yeah, the trailer heard of it? yeah, yeah. What's it? something lamey yeah, I forgot what her name is. Uh, Allison Janey. Janey. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so I guess it's not even really a redemption arc for her, but I guess that would show the lone wolf kind of character because she was like isolated out in the woods. Her neighbors really kind of like were the only people that could, I guess, really get through to her. And the fact that she would go through such lengths to help get that somebody else's kid back Mm-hmm. I guess I want to say is like a redemption in itself, but not really because she was tearing their asses up in that movie. <laughs> she was tearing their asses up in that. So there's also, um, you know, superhero movies love to make a redemption arc. Um, I guess, like you said, to add complexity to people. There's mm-hmm. also characters like Black Widow, oh, yeah. Um, Nebula. Yeah. yeah, they all. I don't know. I like the way Marvel treats it's like. Mm-hmm. 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 M
there needs a lot to desire. Yeah, that's why I was kind of hesitant to bring it up because it just feels as though there's something missing. There's a lot missing. Like it's it's honestly to the point where like I don't even care to talk about it because like they're they're not really giving us anything. Like it was only recently that they gave us the Black Widow movie and it was whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like even with uh, Wanda. Yeah. She was like this crazy. It was giving like, like you you ever like I took a a class called Madness and Men Mad Men in like Russian history. It was a literature class, and like we spoke a lot about like uh, mania for women with mania and like like they would have like it was just and that's what it was giving for Wanda. Very manic. Yeah, like her womb was the the source of like her madness and stuff like that. Yeah. So I I yeah. I, I want to bring that up even more because this seems to be like a recurring theme when it comes to women getting a redemption arc. Black Widow, she mentions that she can't have children. Yeah. Um, like you said, with Wanda. Wanda, she's going after her children. With Nebula, I mean, she was abused as a child. Right. Yeah. Uh, everything and Gamora, go- and Gamora, Gamora yeah. was as well. Even with Tess, she's putting her hopes in a child. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can never it's, separate. It's never like separate. you can never separate the women from the womb, and I think that's like yeah. the main problem. Like everything has to center around this idea of motherhood, and like to your right. point in Marvel, like it kind of pissed me off in Avengers: Age of Ultron when she was talking that's to Bruce so about being a monster, and then she was like, yeah. "What they did to me is I can't have kids, so who's the monster now?" And I was like, "So are we saying that women oh, who are yeah. able to have kids?" Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, record scratch like, what the fuck so, so somebody right. so somebody basically being unable to bear, to bear kids makes you a monster yeah, that's the message that they put forward and they did that with wanda and then years later they did it with after they did this beautiful story about grief and love in wandavision which i really enjoyed for what it was and i was like that is a sweet i, I really enjoyed that and she was a, still a villain at the end, but I really enjoyed how they were talking. It was about grief of love. Yeah, yeah. In Doctor Strange, they're like, let's go back to that about how women are monsters because they're separated from their children. They don't have children. And that's literally what they did. They made this character yeah, yeah. into a monster because of her womb, because of her children, because of motherhood. And that was such a disgusting thought to see yeah. across on like TV, on big screens everywhere. I was like, that is just tone deaf disgusting like yeah. i i would have, it's very problematic i mean yeah, that's the difference like, between the female director and then switching it to a male director yeah they just completely undid all the work that she did in wandavision yeah i really hate i hated it, it was, like i remember sitting there watching it and i was like first of all it looks like a bad spy kids movie yes. and then like <laughs> but, no it was so ugly and that's another conversation that we need to have but like this, i just remember like sitting there and i'm like I felt like at the end of the move, at the end of WandaVision, mm-hmm. there was kind of like a resolution, right? That like yeah. she had, like these kids, like were all like not fi- like they were. She had made them, right? And they were figment of her imagination. And in doing so, like doing all this, she had hurt people in the process. And it felt like okay, I had done this, and this was bad of me, and now I've got to like somehow like Make redeem herself. Myself. But yeah. instead of her to do that. She goes mm. cuckoo for cocoa puffs, and now she's crazy because she doesn't have these kids. I, I just remember like thinking, like, what? And she's ha- out here mass murdering people she, and stuff. Yeah, like, what happened? Like, they did right. it just so they could have a villain. 
for this man to overcome. Yeah. And I was just so angry. I was just like, this is yeah. like, yeah. I was very annoyed about that. I'm not even going to lie yeah. to you because you did all this work just to make her like, to understand why she was so upset. She lost the love of her life. Yeah. She could not bring him back. And not you know even what I mean? just that she's had like past trauma as well. Her brother, her oh brother, the, the, parents, the parents, the bombs, tortured you know, the bombings, by, um, and, and you think she would be okay later you know what i mean and this is her dealing with her grief and her mm. trauma mm -hmm. and then you turn that all around and make her cuckoo for cocoa puffs and in uh the uh multitude of uh multiverse, multiverse of madness. Right. She's, not, Thank she's you. not even looking for the other. She's vision not even anymore. looking no. for the other vision she's anymore. She's like, forgotten all about him at this point. She just wants the kids. She just wants the kids that she never yeah. had. The kids yeah. that she never like, had. Hollywood women want more than children. Funny enough, you could want multiple things at right. multiple times because guess what? We're human beings, just like guys. Oh <laughs> like, hey, what? That's <laughs> You know, actually, somebody once said on TikTok, and I wish I, I knew her at, but she was saying something about the lone wolf and cub um, trope and the reason why it can't really work with the woman because what's so like subversive about the lone wolf mm -hmm. trope is that the man is kind of taking on the role of a caregiver, mm -hmm. the motherhood role. When you do that with a woman, it's just like, well, that's expected of her. Right. You right. don't want to, it's not something you're going to watch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I was <laughs> something that I guess like kind of subverts like all that we're talking about. It's a book called um, My Sister the Serial Killer. Mm -hmm. oh, great book. Right? Okay, Oinko Braithway. I'm I'm probably mispronouncing her her name, but she's the Nigerian author. And quick synopsis: uh, a woman, Koyade, uh helps her sister cover up. The fact that she is a serial killer is the mm -hmm. title, right? Um, and I, I like I remember like when I read the book at first, right? Her sister, who is the serial killer, um, I found I found her to be like endlessly frustrating. Like, why are mm -hmm. you trying to cover up all these things for her? Why are you doing? But then you learn her backstory and why she's yes. doing all yes. these things, right? And, and 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 in that moment, right, I'm like, okay, she's completely redeemed. Go yeah. on and kill all these men. I don't tell me, don't tell me. I want to read it. I want to read it. Seriously, I haven't read it yet. I haven't read it yet. You love, like, they deserve it. I know I'll like it. I know I will like it if I read it. Yeah, it's really good. It's short. Yeah, so read. Yeah, so everyone should read it. Recommendation. Go pick it up. But, like, one redemption that I want to talk about is Sasuke from Naruto. Because, like... Why did this man deserve it was any the, of that? The thing that kills me about Sasuke is like it's not like he he went astray one time. Yeah, he he kept going astray. So now I can't really speak on Naruto because I never got past that first um arc. That first arc, like you never got past like Naruto straight, right? You yeah, never got to uh, I never even got past that when they were those trials they were going to where they were fighting each other. Oh wow. I never even got past that. So me, uh -huh. I'll I'll step to the left while you're talking about this. <laughs> yeah. But like But yeah. Oh sorry. Please go ahead. I was gonna say for Kenny, quip synopsis is like, yes, like Naruto, spoiler, he was an orphan. Dumbest idea why he doesn't know anybody loves him. 
that's on the town and the adults around him. Sasuke, uh, his parents get murdered by his older brother. Like he looked up to his brother. He loved this his brother. Like he wants to be just like him. Comes home one day. Everybody, everybody, not only his like his like his entire extended family, like his entire tribe, sniped out. And he finds his brother on top, like over his parents, like killed everybody. And then he slaps him, and he's like, "You ain't anything," and he leaves. Wow! Right? (laughs) So 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 yeah, like trauma, obviously. Like, he has trauma. He's, like, dealing with, like, his worth. Like, and also, like, when he was a kid, like, his dad didn't really pay attention to him. Like, he paid attention to his brother. And he was always, like, wanting, like, approval. And he was, like, little. So I get it. But, like, in the show, like, this man keeps trying to, like, be a villain. He keeps trying to, like, go astray. And they keep giving him chances. They're like, we got to save him. We got to save him. Until the last episode, 700 episodes later, this man still... Is trying to like go astray and wow. he abuses his now wife, this woman that's in love with him for no reason the entire time. By the way, it's like incredibly strong on her own right, but for some reason, she's like stuck on this man. Why? Because she's who, so in love with him. And stuff? I, no, let me tell you, the way this like, like, makes all these women like incapable of doing anything when they're around the men that they quote unquote right. and then so it's like individually they're some of the strongest warriors in the village if not the entire universe that this that this exactly story and then like with and then they've got these useless men that they now have to like they have to corral these men trying oh let me redeem why do you have to redeem them like, and like they, they try to redeem him and then like in the uh Boruto, which i don't really like but like he ends up marrying this woman, and I was like, "This man beat you. This man lied to you. This man abused yeah, you." Yeah, her out at one point, like get her in the back of the head. Did, did, am I making out? this up? Did he not like stab her once? Am I making that up? <laughs> yes, he, did. he did all of this, no, no. and he still and- can't give you a pimp bye before he leaves. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. And when they like kind of figure, he redeems, and they're like, "It's okay. You killed all these people, and you tried to kill everybody several times. We're just gonna give you a pass." And she's over here like, and it, like he just taps her on the forehead, and he's like, and she's like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> no, but in like Boruto, they have a child, and this man is a absentee father for like yeah. thirteen years of this girl's life to the fact that like. She's like, I don't know if my mother's my real mother because they have no family pictures together because he's an absentee father. And she's like, I don't know if like these people are my family. And I was just like, he doesn't come home. He doesn't check in. Like, I was like, great fighter, great story. But like the emotional stuff, I was like, do we need to redeem you? Went out of his way to train another man's Child, Child. Ooh, instead of his own, instead of his own, yeah. I don't, I don't need my characters to be likable, that's fine, right? Yeah, like, but if they are unlikable, do not redeem them for me. I don't need them to re- be redeemed, right. just keep them just as, keep they, them are. as they, are. they are. That's fine because after a certain point, can you really give them like, I'm not giving nobody the benefit of the doubt that has, from what I'm hearing. Has done too much. You're marrying your abuser, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't take care. I mean, he's not, he's, not, but he's not a good person. He's not a good person, you know? though. Who, who doesn't even help with child care? 
All right, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I kind of want to take this back to what I said before about the YouTuber Hello Future Me, because when he's speaking about redemption arcs and people who do bad things over and over and over right. again, when they're attempting to be redeemed, there is all automatically this sense of distrust mm. from the people around them. Yeah. These people just gave this man right. the best of the doubt. He had a hard life. And like, yes. He did have a hard so life. Naruto. Naruto had a hard life. And, you know, and like, but like they spend like so much. There's a gazillion episodes. Like they they spend the time like half of the first part is like they're little kids and they're all like learning. But when they become like teenagers, mini adults, like that's it, brah. Like you gotta yeah, like yeah. own up to your mistakes and consequences. Yeah. yeah, one of the things that I would like never forgive is the way they treated Sasuke. Compared, Sa- like both of these, both of them are orphans. Sasuke is seen as like you know the poor orphan child. Naruto is a nuisance to everybody in China. That but was so sad. <laughs> their lives for the good of the town versus um Sasuke's family who were planning a coup. Which, yeah, right, they were planning a coup. Yeah, right. Like, Naruto's dad was the Hokage. He was like the president of their like village. Like the fact that like Naruto's dad was like the president of their village, and then like the worst part, they used this child as Mm. a vessel Mm. for a a demon, like a demon spirit, and you people are treating him as a nuisance. They're like, oh, my family died in the in the from the okay. Is he the fox? Is he the fox? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Nobody told him. The fa- and also nobody told him they're like oh yeah that like statue that you stare at every day that you're like one day I'm gonna be like that guy that guy is your dad <laughs> like, nobody yeah. told him. Yeah, dad saved that. the entire village this and nation it- would not be here if it was not was like a princess. <laughs> no reason they kept all of that a secret I don't no know reason. if this is like a plot hole or just like adults behaving badly but like either way i don't fucking like it yeah and just I mean, to like bring it back to redemption none of the adults in that story deserved a redemption except for the oh they did it they they yeah. did it like yeah, the whole yeah, the- in the beginning i was just like i oh, hate this man because he was doing yeah. so he was so stupid and i was like you don't deserve a funeral you don't deserve to be redeemed no you watch this boy be abused you mm. left him in the apartment by himself to eat cup ramen all his life. All his life. It's so devastating. Watch it. Like every time I watch it, like they they have like an ending, at, like where he's just sort of sitting in his room, like little end of so sitting sad. in his room, and it's raining, and it's so like I, I'm sad every time I watch it. Like I'm like, please, I like I I don't understand how this is people's like top top anime or it is my top anime because i I really like like sasuke is like a little bit like i like you know i like fighting um so like that's great and i like sakura a lot like i like her and tsunade like the women of that even though people don't like sakura and i like naruto because he came out of adversity like i feel so bad for this little boy like everybody hated him he'll and he was like not a good student he was dumb people are like you're you're worthless (laughs) And every time he proved them wrong, and I was just like, "If I have Naruto can do it, I can do it too." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I like Naruto as a character. I like his character. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know in Boruto he's changed a little bit. He's kind no, of yeah. Like I I cry every time the Neji fight. I cry every time because at the end of that yeah. fight, they're like, "Oh, that's your like specialty." And he goes, "There's one thing that I couldn't get right on the test. One thing that I failed every single." He like wins using this move. 
And the guy was like, that's your specialty. And he was like, you know, there's one thing I couldn't get right on this test. There's one thing I failed every single time. Never got it right. People hated me for it. Failed every time. And it was that move. And he was like, but I'm not a loser like you, so you can make it. And I was just like, tears. <laughs> tears. I was like, that's my boy. Cries every time. Gets me every time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least I'll that part. <laughs> Yeah. I think if somebody could give me like a guide on which are the fillers and which I can skip, then <laughs> I couldn't even like, oh, I'm like, I can't even get through this. <laughs> but speaking of like other, like, so if we're, we're going to dive into anime a little bit. I was, so um, I'm thinking of, uh, what is that show called? Full Metal Alchemist. Okay. Brotherhood. Yeah. This Brotherhood. Is anime yeah. is like Brotherhood, right? And so, like, we're thinking of um, the homunculi, yes. the seven, like, there, there's seven deadly sins. So there's, like, envy, mm-hmm. there's greed, there's lust, sloth, sloth, pride. Sloth and the one who, like, towards the end that you feel, actually, no, there's two characters. One who you feel, like, pity for and one who you're, like, rooting for. Which one Envy. Envy. Oh. And, um, greed, you, like, yeah, greed, like, sacrifices himself. Yeah. yeah. Which one was greed again? He was I the one who was in he was what? He was inside of Lynn. He like had oh, that Oh yeah. And then um Envy Killer of our fa- of fan favorite. But at the end of it, like I don't know if this is like a so much redemption, but more so like like you end up pitying him like because mm-hmm. like you realize that like <laughs> yeah, he all got- he ever wanted was like, I don't know. Yeah. Love <laughs> <laughs> he had a realization that he really was just jealous of all the people around him, which is why he took their faces. Yeah. Right. Um and then him like killing himself is like, this is sad. Yeah, he like literally drips out what is like his like his heart. Heart. Yeah. 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 That's, that was kind of like, uh. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like it's sad. I don't I mean I guess you can I guess in the I mean like, he's kind of redeemed, but also I will never forgive him for killing my favorite character. Oh my Ooh, my excuse. I will he used his wife's oh, that was, I was mad about that too. <laughs> I will never not cry at that scene. It was devastating. Truly. Devastating. But uh, yeah. But yeah, another person <clears throat> in that story who kind of has a redemption is, well, not kind of does, Scar. Yes. Oh, um, yeah. Especially when you realize what his intentions were and why he was. What his motivation. Oh, yeah. yeah. I kind of. Scar for me was like, oh, he's the black people. So like, I was like, Loki, like, this is like the way I root for the people of color. Okay. There are fascists like, in okay. that show. Like, that's like that country is like a fascist country. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally is the Fuhrer. Right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Quite literally, what it is. Oh, yeah. like, like, Scar wild. killed them all. Question about redemption arcs. Like, do you think there's like a do you guys feel like there's a limit in the arc? Like, like you're saying, like Scar, like I got there was like a point where I was like, okay, you, you can be redeemed. Like, I get what you're doing. But then like sometimes they just go past that and they're just like, you right. yeah. could stop, you know? Yeah. Like, do you guys think of like any examples about that of like sometimes in redemption arc, they just didn't stop and they're like, I don't know if you could be redeemed anymore. <laughs> Right. I mean, like Doctor Who. Who? Uh, he's constantly trying, and Doctor Who himself, mm, Doctor himself, himself, the Doctor yeah. himself is mm-hmm. constantly trying to like. I don't know. There's like 
That's interesting. Like, I think a, a, a perpetual, yeah, perpetual guilt. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember, like, at the end of David Tennant's, like, run as the doctor? Yes. And there's mm-hmm. that episode, the Waters of Mars episode. Oh, yes. Where he, like, is like, I'm going to go up against time and try to reverse everything. He's, like, desperate. Yeah, he's yeah. Desperate. desperate. Because he's going yeah. back in his mind and seeing all the people that have died for him, all the people that, like, like, and he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's a soldier. He's lost his family. Mm-hmm. He's lost his planet. He's, like, he, like, he's been bathed in blood right so to speak and uh at towards the end of his like sort of life quote-unquote life he's like i have to like he's gonna do right he's gonna do right by it like mm-hmm. yeah and, he, and it ends up just like horribly horribly wrong yeah. like, it just, the, the person that he tries to save just ends up killing herself right mm. oh my mm. god and yes. the reason she ends up killing herself is because she, she says you can't just change, change things the way that you want to exactly yeah, yeah. i love it he goes way past this point of like right there he like crosses the line yeah like, the, the, like you cannot redeem yourself at this point like, but they did yeah. let him know that he was like you've gone too far, gone too far. and that's yeah. why he gone. had to regenerate yeah. he was going too far yeah. that's a good sh- oh, such a good show <laughs> <laughs> talk about it every episode oh. we will have a Doctor Who episode like <laughs> and we can talk for hours we say that every episode too yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel Doctor Who like closer to the season. season okay yeah Oh yeah, the but new yeah. seasons. Excited. Mm-hmm. So excited. But yeah, like he like he pushes himself past this point of redemption. And at that point, it's like we can't redeem you anymore. You have to go. Right. Yeah. Like, you have to leave now. Because you know who I you. thought about that in who pushed the past, but they kept on redeeming them is Damien Salvatore and Vampire Diaries. Like I couldn't stand oh, this man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At first I was like, okay. And then after a while I was just like, like let's we're done with it. <laughs> yeah. Like you're just whining and whining. It became like whining. Like it wasn't redemption. People were just whining at that point. And I was just like, mm. right. yeah, that show was like a you out here thinking murder is cool like that. You snapping next like candy, baby. And you think it's fine. That man was in a neck was snapped. Every episode I watched the vampire, a neck was snapped. And he was like, the love of my life is dead. And I was like, the love of your life left you. And she doesn't even love you. She loves your brother. You really played yourself. (laughs) (laughs) He really played himself the entire time. It's just a mess. Sad. Damien, I I didn't like his character, but it's whatever. I don't even want, I don't want him redeemed. I just didn't. I didn't. I didn't see it for him. Yeah, sometimes we, we can leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> let's leave it. Sometimes. Yeah, and I feel like that's a perfect place to wrap up. Sometimes you just gotta leave them be. Yeah, just mm-hmm. leave them. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Yeah, we'll be right back, guys. <laughs> Hello, welcome back. All right, so today, I, your illustrious host Taiwo, bring you a recommendation. I'm going to paint a picture. It's March 2022. And a meme comes out on TikTok. It's a POV. And it's a little it's a little video of a, a stop motion rat or mouse eating Smarties chocolate. And the POV says that one kid at lunch eating alone. Does anybody, you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, and it's making that... <laughs> So I'm chronically online, but if you haven't seen the movie, oh, you know what I'm talking about. It looks like he's eating no. M&M's. 
Smarties, they're Smarties chocolates. And the yeah. only reason why I know they're Smarties chocolates is because I know where that meme originated from. So that little clip is from a series called Creature Comforts, which started in 1989, which was originally just like a, a little short mockumentary made by Nick Park, illustrious writer, director, anime. Most notable works are um, Wallace and Gromit, Love. Shaun mm-hmm. the Sheep, Love. Chicken Love. Run. Love. 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 There you go. So it's art. He's like working at Ardman <laughs> Studios, and they create a little mockumentary uh, with the help of the greatest, greater British public. They record. They ask them questions, record their responses, and then use the, those responses and their voices and place their voices over animals. And it becomes oh, yeah. a mm-hmm. series that went that ran from 2003 to 2007, um, and it's one of my favorite series, uh, all done in stop motion, and you can find all of it on YouTube. And it's very, it's funny, it's endearing, um, it's one of my comfort watches, especially when I'm like at work, not wanting to do things and wanting to ignore the people around me. I'll sit there and watch Creature Comforts. So Creature Comforts by Nick Park and Ardman Studios. Give it a check. Give it a check out. And yeah. All that right. was my recommendation. I hope you enjoy it. Definitely check that out. Yeah. Keep checking out. Thank it's you, really everyone. It deserves the attention. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying to wrap up, but she kept going. Go ahead, wrap up, wrap up. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening today. And if you have any questions, feel free to email us at triplettsoftheville at gmail.com. Or if you want more of us amazing, fantastic women, mm. you can check us out on Instagram. Gang, gang. At triplettsoftheville at Instagram.com. Not Instagram.com, just triplettsoftheville. On Instagram. There you go. That worked. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, guys, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.